Today's episode is a little different. I'm not talking to a PA or a PA student, but I'm talking to someone who's seen the process from the outside and has a really interesting perspective. Welcome to the Pre-PA Club Podcast. If you want to learn how to become a physician assistant, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Savannah Perry. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome to the Pre-PA Club Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't believe that it is almost December. This is wild. But I am so happy to have you listening, and hopefully this podcast has shed some light on things, given you some type of direction, hopefully encouragement. But if it has, I would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, And now the podcast, if you've listened on iTunes but love everywhere else, it is available, I think, pretty much anywhere else. So Spotify, um, the Google Play Store and some other places. So if there's anywhere else you'd love to see the podcast, please, please let me know. Today's episode is something I'm very excited about, and we'll jump in in a second. I've got a few things to share with you. Um, But you may remember from a while back, I interviewed someone who was about to start PA school. His name was Sean, and he was a non-traditional applicant. He had moved from Texas to North Carolina to start PA school. He switched from being a teacher Um, quit his job, did everything required to get accepted, kind of made some big life changes um, to achieve his goals. One thing that I've been asked about a lot is how do people's families and spouses deal with these types of decisions? So if you go back and listen to that episode, Sean was so sweet talking about his wife that I, she was the first person I thought of. So I reached out to them and she very, very graciously agreed to come on the podcast and share her experience as a spouse going through the process of someone deciding to become a PA, quitting their job, making big changes, moving a long way from home and actually starting PA school. So not to mention she is the most positive and encouraging and sweetest person ever. And I feel like we'd kind of be friends in real life. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and um, I'll include her Instagram in the description if you want to go follow her or reach out to her, and feel free to send this episode to your friends and family who may not understand exactly what you're going through and how intense it is. All right, so before we jump into talking with Kina, I wanted to share next week is Black Friday, and at the PA platform and personally we love Black Friday so of course I had to do some deals so we will have um, the PA school interview course which is at prepacourses.com it will be half off again I've had some people asking for that from the launch when we um, kind of opened it up in I guess August and so for 24 hours, you can get the course for 50% off. And then we will, of course, have our $100 mock interviews. That's the cheapest we ever make them. And you can't use any coupon codes, but you can get a mock interview for 100 bucks if that's something that you are planning on needing in the future. You do not have to schedule it when you purchase it. So just know that that is something it's kind of, we'll give you instructions on how to schedule from there, but you can hold on to it. Um, 
if that's something you think you're going to be needing. But um, I'm not for sure if they're having specials, but they usually do. So make sure you're also following My PA Resource and PA School Prep. So My PA Resource is an editing service that is only for PAs or pre-PAs who want their personal statement edited for PA School. And then you can also check out PA School Prep, which is an online course to prepare you in anatomy, physiology, and med terms to make sure that you are on the right track and prepared for PA School once you start. And for all of these websites, including the PA platform, you can use the code FUTUREPA for a discount on any services. All right, let's jump into talking to Kina, and I think you all are going to love her just as much as I did. Well, um, so my name is Kina Childress, and I am the lovely wife of Sean, and I feel like he is, it's crazy where we are. Like, I'm going to try not to cry throughout this just because I am an emotional person, and I'm not even a PA student, but um, it, it has been just crazy. So I basically, I've known Sean for, um, gosh, we went to elementary school together and dated throughout um, well, really weren't officially dating until high school, if you really count that, but all throughout, he was just new. He didn't, he didn't know what he wanted to do in high school. He was just like baseball, sports, friends, living, you know, life. And I was like, I want to go and be a teacher, you know, I want to do this. And, um, so he ended up like just going to college to play baseball and then kind of like went back and forth with what he wanted to do. Um, and then decided, okay, well, I'll coach and um, teach on the side. Obviously, it was like coaching person and teaching, and then he ended up loving it. But then there was part of him that, and I know this is really cliche to say when you're the wife of someone and you say, you know, he, he could do anything, but he really could. I felt like he could do really well in this, and he could do really well in this. And um, he had talks of, my sister at the time was an EMT, um, like pharmaceutical sales, um, basically, and he was picking her brain about that, and he did physical therapy um, during college when he was working and was like just a, a tech there, and kind of was interested in that route, but didn't really pursue, like he'd get books about like what to do um, or where to start, but then kind of was like, you know what, I'm, I'm good with coaching and all this, and then decided, long story short, he kind of put it in my ear and I knew. And so the day that he decided, fast forward, um, to I want to do PA school, I was like, okay. And he was like, but when I do this, like we could be moving. And we had lived in Texas all of our lives. Like most of our families that DFW area in Texas. And I was like, are you okay? You know, and then I kind of like would lose sleep at night thinking about it, but was very supportive and said all those things, but then kind of like worrying in my head because at the time we had kids. Um, but I knew like, he really, really wanted to do it, and so I was just supporting him, and he bought your books. That's how I knew about you, because he was, like, talking about all that stuff, and um, ended up just, again, as the wife, you support that, but with that brought a lot of changes, and real quick, and real fast, but then at the same time, felt like such a long period of time of figuring out where. Um, but yeah, then fast forward to, and I'm sure I'm skipping so much, but, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's so crazy to see like if I reflect back about how many how much sleep sleep you would lose just the the idea of it like where to start um and from me I was just very supportive of okay and really had to reflect because at the time I was 
you know, all of my family is there too. We had kids. It wasn't, Nolan, our son, was already in school. So I was like, oh, man, why couldn't you decided, you know, this before Nolan started school? Because it would be so much easier. And, um, and then once he did get accepted, then we had, you know, we already had our second child, which she didn't really know. But at the same time, I was like, oh, but our family's here. And it was, it was hard. I mean, I, I will say I wasn't on the stress side of him having to study and the application process and all that. But where it hit me as a wife was, uh, I'm like so stable with my job and our family. And then I had to really think about how I was affected by it. Cause I was so much like, okay, you got this, you know, like I support you, you can do it, you can do it. And then when I lay there, I was like, wait a second, like, what am I going to do? Like, I have to find a new job. I have to like tell our son, like we're moving and Oh, it was just very hard, but you know, fast forward, here we are, and we're doing great. <laughs> awesome. Well, he's what a month, two months in. Um, I'm sorry. How, he's like two months into school now. Two months into school now. Yeah, July. Okay. So yeah, end of two, July three. started. Okay. Yeah, it's going fast, but <laughs> uh, I mean, but at the same time, the days seem very long. I'm sure, but yes. Um, and it's so funny just being on this side of it because, I mean, I'm sure uh, it's just crazy. I, I don't even know. There's so many things that we could talk about. But. <laughs> well, okay, so from his decision to where you said you know the day that he was like, oh, this is it, from that point to now, how long has that time period been? Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I remember the idea of it. Oh, gosh. Um, so I remember – he ended up getting accepted into a school. It was November, so like a year from, almost a year from today. But the idea of it was two years prior to that, quitting the job, you know, like, okay, I'm going to be full-time student because I have to get all this and this and this and this and this. And so it was a lot of, oh, my gosh, it's like all that's coming back to me just thinking about it. Like, one in, I'm a teacher, so off of a teacher salary, which is nothing, um, with two children at the time to the teacher salary that we had and being gone. Um, and then not even just that, but then also opening up, okay, well, when I am going to apply, this is just an idea. So here's two years worth of maybe something coming. And then he was like, I want you to know I'm applying everywhere, not just here in Texas, you know, and so then that was a whole other thing. So it's been a long time. Yeah, I guess. it takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> so you were you were very supportive, but I mean, when he first came to you, I know it's that you said you kind of answered this question, but you said the doubts kind of started to come slowly, just more about life logistics, really. Which I think, as women, we tend to think about those things a little bit more. Um, about you know, there's a lot involved with this. Were, did those, how did you stay supportive or at least show him support when you had those worries kind of going on on your own? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I honestly just had to literally really think about how stressful he, like how stressed, how excited he was because he decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm tired of saying what if, what if, what if. So once he realized he was going to do it, I also had to think to myself, like, okay, if he's doing this, how stressful for him to make this huge decision 
and then make this decision and then know I might fail, like, right? So for me to put myself in his shoes, I'm thinking, okay, he's deciding, you know, obviously to your husband, but it's your husband who's supposed to be this, you know, supporting with the salary and, you know, all of that. I'm sure that that was tough for him to, to step back and say, okay, my wife is going to be the one with an income while I'm going back to school. We also, with having children, he really did use that too as like, you know, this is setting a really great example for Nolan. You know, like, you might want to do this in life and then change your mind. Like, even though he's in first grade, it, he really is really proud. He's like, my dad's going back to school. My dad's going back to school. I think that's really Aww. awesome. Um, yeah, it's really, really cool. He actually went to school with him uh, the other day because I had a teacher work day. So he went with daddy to school. He was like, I went to college. <laughs> um, but... Um, just to be supportive, it really was for me to realize how stressful it was for him to make that decision and that no matter what I had to put on, a, not a front, but I had to really act tough in, in ways that I really didn't, wasn't always easy. I had a really great friends at work or really great friends at work. Um, family was there, but I knew if I showed any type of doubt or, um, wasn't strong, then that would only break him down because I knew, I mean, he would stay up late and was like, okay, write on papers, like what classes I still need or what grade I need for this and my GPA and would tag all the books about like, okay, the statistics for this acceptance is here and this is where I fit. I mean, just that piece of it was stressful on top of finishing up this class and finishing up this. So I knew that I was like, just be supportive, make coffee for him. (laughs) you know, motivational quotes or whichever. Um, I was like, can I help? And there wasn't really anything I could help other than just whether it was just a rub on the back and, okay, I'm here if you need me, you know, and I don't know, he's a superhero. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I mean, that's, that's a great attitude to have. I can say when, so my husband went through medical school and when they have to apply to residency, you know, those doubts for me start creeping in of like, I may have to move. I may have to quit my job. And I mean, there were times where I wanted to be like, don't do this to me. But ultimately, we had to do what was best for him at the time, which meant putting, you know, my my comfort possibly aside. And luckily, we didn't have to move. But, you know, I had those same kind of thoughts. And it was not not the most fun few months. Um but we made it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so was anyone else doubtful? I mean, I think besides a spouse, like any like family or people who were just like, you're crazy. Yes. That is another, that's a great question. That is another reason why I, I tend to say that I'm a very positive person. And in these instances, it brings out a, like these situations, I guess it just shines. But I will say as much as family can be great and supportive, there are a lot of family members who can be like, are you sure? Especially because it wasn't just PA school and you know, it's not like it's everywhere. So what we actually kept it a secret for a while. Like it, obviously you told, you know, you told me first this idea and trying to get my feelers out for it, even though he kind of made his mind up Obviously, if I didn't feel right, he wouldn't have done it. But I was just very honest and was like, okay, good. Like, I, I was waiting for this day to come. I knew from, you know, back in high school that you were talented in all areas that 
you're a motivator and if you say you're going to do one thing, you're going to do it. And I think that's great. So we actually didn't tell our family for a very long time and it kind of like was a secret, which is kind of fun and thrilling. And then finally, when the idea, when he started applying, we'd tell like a few close friends and, or a few close family members. And a few of them would be like, oh, great, you know, what is a PA, you know, or, oh, is it a doctor? Oh, that's hard, you know. And it's so funny because we talk all the time about how most people in life have this, like, negative thought. I mean, even if you don't really feel like you are, you have that. You do. I mean, I don't know if it's that. Obviously, he's learning the psychology. I think we're about to get the psychology. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's easier for somebody to just think negatively, right? You know, yeah. but anyway, um, we did. I had a... Um, and some really close family members who would say, like, well, what if you don't get in? And that in itself, I kid you not, Savannah, was like a motivator for both me and him. Like, wait, what did they say? Like, what if? You know, instead of that, oh, well, good job. Like, you know, like, how awesome is it that you're going to decide, you know, after having this family that you're going to do it? No, most people are doubtful of mm-hmm. it. And I think that we treated that as like a, nope, you're going to go, you're going to do this. Like, we're going to do this. And we're like, bam, you got in, you know? And I don't know, we just turned that mindset into a motivator and that would like keep them up later. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove people wrong. Um, you know, and use it in the right ways. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, especially, well, you know, if you don't get into school here in Texas, you know, are you going to, are you going to still do it? And it's like, yeah, we are, and you're just like, it's exciting, you know, it's exciting, you never know, life's too short, and, uh, but yeah, I will say that is a huge thing that kept, um, you know, you could easily, and most people, you know, you have family that say that, and you're like, okay, well, maybe not, maybe not, but nope, we took it as, this is a sign for us to do it, or for, for Sean, and our family, and um, so proud of him, because that was really hard, I mean, there were, there were days where we'd walk away from family get-togethers and come back and be like, well, that's not what we thought they would say. You know, like, we would have thought they would have been more supportive, you know, but, yeah, Yeah. use it as fuel. (laughs) Yeah, and most people don't understand how intense the process is either, and so I think it's hard for them to really grasp why, like, I mean, there's a lot of hard work that goes into getting that acceptance so which you guys know yeah (laughs) all right so I remember Sean saying that during the interview process you were also very supportive that he had some kind of faraway interviews did y'all go with him what was y'all's plan (laughs) for kind of handling all of that yeah well you know it's so good he he did a really great job so there was one interview that was actually in Pennsylvania that's the one that he talked about (laughs) Oh, my God. And Savannah, when he told me, he was like, oh, because, you know, every time he would get a rejection, you know, somewhere. And that that was like, I was like, okay, that's one school. You know, think about your book. You know, it's one school. Like, it's one person. Like, keep going, keep going. Or, you know, what can we, you know, whatever. Well, finally, whenever he would get an interview, um, we got one up in Pennsylvania. And at first he told me, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, that's awesome. All right, well, we're not going to be Steelers fans. <laughs> but, um, anyway, being from Texas. But so when we went, I was like, okay, trying to get my mind right. Like, okay, I want to experience winter and this and that. Um, and being having a family, I think that's huge. And I know that's one of the things that a lot of people are curious about is I was like, okay, well, how can we build this up for our kids? And when we were 
traveling uh, or when you're looking, um, luckily with the internet, you can kind of see, you know, schools, obviously being a teacher too, you know, you want your kid to go to a good school. Um, so we look in, you know, just on the internet about places around and where we'd want to live. And that to me was huge because even though you weren't sure, you still had to start thinking about that. Um, and so we would look online and this is mostly Sean too. So again, I don't know how he could deal with all this stress and then, okay, let's figure this out for our family. Um, but we would look at school systems and houses on top of before he would interview so that way. And then he would plan when he traveled, because I did not go. Okay. Um, he would travel, he would FaceTime, luckily, but he would like FaceTime like the surrounding areas and like drive around and would, when he flew out, he would make sure like it wouldn't be just like for a, that interview and then fly back. It would be, I'm going to stay for a little bit and drive around because if we are going to live here, this is going to be important too. And so he did that for his interview there and then for his interview whenever he uh, was here where we are, we are now in North Carolina. Yeah, that was my one rule for my husband was, please don't take me anywhere cold. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh gosh! <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm from Georgia, and I don't know if I can make it. So oh, let's yeah. not do that. I understand. <laughs> but um, okay, so once he got the acceptance at Campbell, what were your initial emotions? I mean, like scared, nervous, excited? I immediately cried. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't even stand up, I don't feel like. I actually remember exactly where I was when I read the text because I was teaching. Um, I was in PE at the time, and I got a text, and he had, like, sent, like, a pretty, I don't, it was like a gif, I guess, and it was supposed to be, well, most people would read it and go, oh, but I was like, what is he seeing this for? And then I put it together, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And so I literally broke down happy tears because my first thing was, like, I, I remember saying to my assistant at the time, I'm so proud of him, oh my gosh, because he did, I mean, he, I don't even know how he was functioning, I really don't, I mean, the, the sleep deprivation he had, the stress, the, the guilt, because he knew, yes, he, he was always like, I feel so selfish, because this affects everyone, not just me, and how he would appreciate how supportive we could be, but just knew and I knew there was so much stress going on. So like my only, my initial thought was not, oh my gosh, family, leaving family, leaving Texas, leaving this job, leaving all of my friends, um, leaving my son's friends. But it was more so like, yes, he did it. Like it, it kind of just, it was like it fell into place. Like all of those worries that I told you about that I would lay there and realize like this is a big deal. It was like, this is it. Like I'm excited. Bring it, you know? And, um, we celebrated, and it was like, then that's when we slowly started telling family after. And some of them were like, what? You're what? Because we didn't tell everybody the process because Sean truly felt like, you know, he didn't want any more of that negativity. He didn't want any more of the doubts or to change his mindset when we felt we were at such a good place. Um, but, yeah, just that when he got accepted, it was like, hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe. Um <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so then y'all moved from, yeah. well, first he had his little chemistry issue. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Well, not yet. Like, I'm accepted. I gotta finish this. Yeah. So, to anyone who didn't listen to his episode, he essentially had to complete organic chemistry in two weeks, three weeks. I mean, it was something ridiculous online. Um, I'll tell you that those smallest which, little balls were like on our dining table forever, and they were like toys for our kids. <laughs> that's awesome. They were never put away. They're gonna be so smart. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay, so then you could kind of actually relax and it was official um so what like what does that transition look like I've never moved across the country I've never had to do that Um, no oh my gosh um it all happens so quickly I feel like um you don't realize how much stuff you have when you have kids and you're packing because we we have we have experience moving from one house to another within you know 45 hour from one location to another, but to move from Texas to North Carolina was, um, let's just say we were, we made two moves, well, basically two moves, because we we were like, okay, back in November, when the idea of this happened, we are like, we got to sell our house, because we, had, we um, had bought a home and built this beautiful home, which is another stressor for both of us, and that guilt for Sean, because we built this home and we had this guilt of these memories and we chose this and we chose that. So that's, that's important because that is a internal, oh my gosh, am I making this, you know, right decision, but we sold the house and then moved into with my parents, um, because they're like, well, if we're going to move, why are we going to, you know, buy another home? Let's move in. And the thought of if we are going to move somewhere far, let's just spend a little bit more time closer to family who might not be there. Um, very soon. So we were living there, moved our stuff, had to deal with storage, had to deal with boxes forever. And it's so funny because on my social media, you can see I post, I I like put like my workout stuff on Instagram all the time and I'll put motivational quotes a bit. Like for months, you can see my background is just boxes everywhere. And a lot of people at the time are wondering like, why? You know, like, I put so many boxes, but they didn't know. And it was because we kind of knew what was coming, um, ended up like having to decide, gosh, more storage and how we're going to financially, because again, one salary, how we're going to decide to move this stuff. Sean, literally, I kid you not, oh my gosh, did, we didn't hire movers because we didn't have the, we didn't have the money to do it. I mean, and then honestly didn't really, I mean, it was just like, yes. So Sean moved like all of our stuff. So on top of all of the school stuff and all of that stress, did just literally moved. I mean, including couches from stairs to the second stairs to the bottom stairs and everything. I don't know how he did it. Um, wow. I guess he should. Yeah. <laughs> we had some conversations about just ask for help, even though I don't think that I could have been able to help with that stuff. But, um, there was a lot of stress with moving stuff and then that emotional stress too, you know, you just kind of, gosh, again, you have to kind of flip it and just know like you're using it in the right ways because there are so many people who could say again, like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, and it is, it's tough because then you start to doubt yourself and, um, there were some tears. We had some tears for sure. And some, okay, are we doing the right thing? But gosh, you just really had to like, the conversations are good to reflect on because it's so worth it in the end, but man, it's not easy. I remember saying like, if, if it was easy, everyone would do it, right? Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, 
Very true. So when you got to North Carolina, how soon did y'all get there before school started? Oh, it was so quick because here in North Carolina, a lot of schools are year-round schools, so that's a different type of thing. So we ended up, um, like, for a while it was Sean and Wrigley, my daughter, living here while my son and I were finishing the school year in Texas. Wow. Um, So it was a lot of divided and FaceTime and then flights back and forth because, you know, we didn't want to be separated, but Sean had that mindset too. He knew how busy he was going to be. Um, and he knew that from us going from a traditional year, a uh, traditional to year round school, our summer was going to be cut short because it was ending in June and then we'd be back in school in July. Wow. And so, um, that was another reason why we were separated for a while and he knew, okay, once school starts, I'm going to begin. So he ended up coming and setting up our house and unpacking like 98%. The 2% was just so I could be a part of setting up a home that I felt like was ours and not just walking into our stuff. And um, got it set up over the summer so that way when July school started, um, we could still enjoy like a little bit of time and um, as, a, as a family and then school starts for all of us. So it was uh, very fast, uh, but it was really great for him to set everything up because that's important, you know, when you're leaving what you've known to somewhere new. Oh my gosh, I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah, a lot of, lot of changes. How have the kids done with it? I mean, that was, that was honestly, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm so sorry, um, just because I'm so proud, it's very hard, and, um, your kids, you know, in that sense, when someone's going through something like this, you think about your kids, and, um, he, he had a great school, and he had great friends, and I know that that was a big stressor for Sean, um, because we want, you want the best for your kids, um, but, they actually, like Wrigley knows no better. I mean, she's, you know, she's three. So as long as she has friends and dresses and princesses, and that can be anywhere. Um, but my son, we just kind of, we really had a lot of conversations with him. And I think that really helped because when Sean decided to stop, um, to quit his job and pursue this dream, we included Nolan in every dinner conversation about it for him to really truly understand and he was proud from I mean I think that was huge for us we would we kind of like baby stepped it because we didn't want to make him think okay we're not going to come here anymore and it was this idea but we did tell him like daddy's decided to go back to school and we you know, totally made it to where it was kid friendly, you know, like you one day you're going to grow up to be a, you know, maybe a scientist or maybe you'll work in a, you know, sales job or whichever, but you know, you want to do what makes you happy. And we said, daddy really, really wants to help people and really wants to go back to school and wants to learn about medicine and taking care of people. And Sean, Sean and I both had conversations with him every day so that from that moment he knew he was proud. He was like asking questions and we included him in that. And then from that moment, when he got accepted, Nolan was like pulling for it, went back to school and told everybody. I mean, actually, as a matter of fact, when we hadn't told my work, he went and told his kindergarten teacher, my daddy, we're moving to North Carolina. Oh no. Oh my gosh. I have to have a conversation with him. 
Whoops. But it was actually, it was turned out great. But, um, <laughs> just including Nolan in that. So he could be proud of Sean was huge for our kids and for Sean. And uh, that helped a lot. Because um, it wasn't like, okay, we're moving all of a sudden. You know, the kids he's know. Ready. Kids are smart. So, yeah. He's been, a, he, and he is. He's very proud. He's very proud of Daddy. And I think that helps him. It does make some pressure for sure. Sean told me that one day. Because he had a big test. And you're like, okay, Daddy, you can do this. And Sean was like, oh, you know, I might not want to. Because it's a lot of pressure. You know, <laughs> you don't want to let. Because no one will ask, how'd you do? Yeah, got to report back. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's so that's such a great example. And I mean, ultimately, he's doing it for you guys. Like it'll be a great thing. It's just rough yes. for a little bit. Um, how so? What has how have things changed since he's been in school? Like schedule wise, or like how much he's available? Is it kind of what you expected or different? You know, honestly, oh my gosh, it has changed a lot, um, a lot, but Sean is able, and I think this is important too for people who, um, you know, it's different because in his class, there's a variety. He's actually, he does have a lot of people in his class that are, you know, younger, have no kids, single, then he has some that are married, then he has a, a, quite a few more than we had anticipated or would think that have um, kids as well. And um, Sean is really able to, it includes a lot of late nights. And, or now he's adjusted to getting that sleep because he knows how important it is. And, but at the same time, getting up earlier and just adjusting kind of like what he did throughout the process of trying to get accepted. So Sean has been present. And that is another thing that I try not to cry off because he has literally been a daddy, but also done this like he's been present that's the best way to say it he's been present all the time and he balances really well and that's been him and sometimes that's a stressor we kind of have to revisit because he does feel guilty there are some times where on a weekend he might have to step out throughout the whole day and but again we have a conversation with Nolan at least you know like daddy's doing schoolwork and he knows and, and Nolan knows but um he'll either stay up after like he did the bath and he does the bath Monday through Friday. I mean, every day he does bath and um, is there at dinner with us. Unless it's like an exam week and he's like, okay, I'll eat without me. And you know, that comes, you know, rarely, but he'll stay up late or he gets up early um, and is still able to balance. I don't know how, I mean, I really don't. I mean, I guess you just have to, I mean, otherwise then you have that guilt of not being present with your family. Um, but it's like right now I'm, surrounded by you know nicotine and gum and transdermal I don't even know and it's so funny because I try to help him study um that's the thing is too he'll like say okay he'll text me throughout the day and say okay exam's coming up I really need you to find some energy some caffeine because you're you're going to test me and um so I try to be supportive too with helping him learn stuff when I can even though I really don't pronounce all this stuff right, you guys, it's so hard. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I So I lived at home during PA school, and my parents would help me. And, like, sometimes with their pronunciations, like, I couldn't even continue. I was like, okay, y'all, I don't know what you're saying, or you're making me laugh so hard that I just 
<laughs> we got to be done. Um, but no, it's helpful. It really, it is helpful to have someone to at least try to quiz you and go through the material and let you kind of talk it out and, you know, make sure that you know it. I mean, that's a really, I mean, that's huge. So I'm yes. sure you're helping. <laughs> No, you're helping. Um, was there ever at any point, was there ever a thought of him just going to school and y'all staying in Texas? Oh my gosh. You know, it's, um, it's crazy because there are some people that do Some people that. do that. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, that would not be us. Um, <laughs> now if, if it came down to where, no, I can't even do that. I mean, I know everyone has their different views on it and hands down, that's how they can, but we just, that has been something that I can't imagine. I think that I see how some people just have to, to do that, but there was no doubt in my mind. Like there was one point he did actually, some of the words did come to from him that he said something along the lines of when, when it really put into perspective, I think this was after he got accepted. I think he had said something, and I know that he truly in his heart didn't mean it, but he did say, like, well, then for the two two years, you know, you can stay here, and then I'll go. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no. I would rather be a little sad about leaving, you know, and then start over than be separated. And, oh, my gosh, and I'm so glad, honestly, because... I do know that in some people's cases, that is the best for them, depending on their occupation. But I mean, I'm just like, no, there's, and I feel like your support is so huge. I mean, I think if Sean were here by himself doing all this and us being on the other side of it, I can't, I'm sure like emotionally, oh my gosh. Yeah. So to, to be honest, I don't think that would have ever been anything. I would have never been. No, traveling back and forth, it's like, he goes, I go, we're all, we're, we're in this together. Yeah, that, I, I would never be able to do it either, but, I mean, there are people who make it work, and it's fast, it flies by, but, yeah, that wouldn't, wouldn't work for me either. Um, I don't think, yeah, no. Um, have you been able to connect with any other, like, students' families, or have you found friends elsewhere? No. No, not yet. I mean, it's so funny because I did think about it the other day. I'm like, maybe I should start making some friends. You know, <laughs> it's it, hard. It's it like, really a, like hard. an adult with children. It's hard. It is. It really is hard. Um, and I feel like for time that will happen. Um, I'm sure. But right now, no. I mean, it, his friends are his friends are the people he's you know in class with because they see each other all the time and can relate in that sense and they have you know some kind of um you know opportunities for people to kind of get together here and there um but it is different when you do have kids for sure it changes a lot um but no not yet but you know it's so fun i, I don't know it's like I'm okay. I'm okay with it, I guess, um, right now, but I'm sure that just takes some, some time. Yeah, my class wasn't particularly close um, outside of outside of school. Yeah, we would do events every once in a while, but, like, we weren't. I had, I had a few close friends in school because, like you said, we were together all day, every day, but outside of school, like, there wasn't 
we didn't do a bunch of get together. Maybe we should have, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but okay. So what, think back to, you know, when you kind of started this process, what advice would you, I, so the messages I get are people who want to go to PA school, but you know, their spouse isn't sure about it or maybe isn't on board yet or kind of what, from your perspective, what can that person do or what should they consider if their spouse or partner, whoever, is has decided, I want to go to PA school and is starting that process? Support, I mean, gosh, support. I think the conversations about it are huge. And, um, I mean, I, it really did. When it was this idea, we talked nonstop and um, really had to think about the big, big picture and prep for, okay, if this situation happens or plan B here, if this doesn't work or if this doesn't work. And um, I think once, because I, I was supportive from the get-go, there was never a time where he told me and I was like, really? It was more of, I was kind of, what I knew something like this was going to happen. Like I knew in my gut that he was either PT, PA, PA, something like that. So when he's like, okay, I'm proud of you for figuring out what do we need to do? And I, my advice would just be, um, I think once I realized just by just like, actually it was your book and, um, there was another one is yours. There was another one that's like a purple one. I remember. Okay. So that's the applicant's manual and mine's the interview yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So both of those were out forever and tabbed and he would listen. And once I like, not to say that I do truly listen, but once I kind of put it into perspective of like kind of taking a look through, I realized how stressful it was. And, you know, this idea of, you know, these statistics and this and people like applying forever, never, never. And, um, I actually followed hashtag PA, um, life and all that too, just to kind of, even though I wasn't applying, but just to kind of see. And when I realized how hard and stressful and being a parent and having, you know, this and family and everything, I had to really, really step back and go, yeah, this is hard. And um, emotionally, physically, every part is hard that if I'm going to be any ounce of doubt or negative or anything, then um, that's not what he needs. So I would continue to find the positive, continue to okay, well, you know what, if we're living in, if we go to Pennsylvania, so why, why not experience it, you know, and just uh, being open to what was ahead, what could have been lots of changes, but I could not, even if there was a doubt, I would have to keep it in and vent to someone else or, you know, share my worries with someone else, not him. And I think that was my best thing because as much as I can be positive and say I have been supportive, I would lie to you if I didn't have doubts, I mean, and, and tears. But I would do that with other people and then bring my game face. And and there were, there were a few times where it went through where, you know, like Sean would be able to read me and pull it out and I'd cry for a minute. But then I was like, no, but I support you. And he knew that um, I supported him from the get-go. But my advice would be just the doubts and the worries, share it with someone else and that you trust, but always and hide it from the person who's going through the hard, which would be whoever's applying. 
Oh my god. That's my advice. That is such great advice. I feel like I need to um like hire you to come just do like encouraging talks to people. <laughs> You're sweet. <laughs> like the support system to all pre-PAs ever. Um but yeah, no, this has been great. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. I'm excited because no, I was really looking forward to it because it really is. It um and there's so much that you could say, but I will say it is unbelievable, like how hard, and I'm not even the one that's going through it. So, um, it, to have stresses, I, I have to step back because Sean does say a lot, like I am going through the hard, but you know, you're sacrificing a lot. And, um, I had to realize that too, but, um, you do, you have to be positive and I'm, it's just so, it, don't, don't give up. I mean, I'm so proud of him, so proud of him and everybody who does this because gosh, <laughs> it is hard stuff and I'm on the outside. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're invested, so <laughs> it works. But mm-hmm. I am, thank you very much. And I want to say thank you to you because um, when, I know Sean shared it with you last time, your 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 podcast everything um he would talk about like i think we were on a first name basis he was like savannah and i was like okay i know savannah <laughs> and so um he would he would it really would help him because it 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 does i mean when you're when you're really curious about that stuff your your advice and your your things really did help him and thanks for that because um yeah as much as a supportive wife can be I don't know that stuff, so um, I will say that you really did help them, so thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. We try to be supportive over here, too. (laughs) Isn't she great? So I just hope that is encouraging to everyone and um, just really gives you a different perspective and gives maybe your friends and family a different perspective as well. But thank you again to Kina for that. And I've stuck a little something in the mail to her. But um, feel free to reach out on Instagram, show her some love. And also her Instagram is super encouraging. So I do encourage you to follow her there. But I will see you guys next week. And don't forget about those Black Friday specials. Make sure you're on the newsletter if you need a reminder, okay? Bye, guys.